بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته يا أيها الإخوة والأخوات Welcome again to another Dean Love episode. It's been a while, but we're here, um, and we have a lot to cover. I want us all to introduce ourselves, as we always do. And so we have, again, our auspicious guest with us, Sheikh Mohammed Susi. How are you doing? Alhamdulillah, mashallah. How was the... You ran away from Texas? Texas, to Minnesota, Texas heat. To I think it's a, a hundred. Was it a hundred today? Hundred and five. I think it hit a hundred and five today. It's probably. I love it. it so it was hundred five. There is better than eighty five here. Okay. Oh because wow. Of the dew point and the humidity. Okay. Well, subhanallah. So I don't miss being in Texas. To be <laughs> I'm leaving in two days, inshallah. Okay. Okay. I'll make it easy. So today we live in a society where we have a lot of increase of social ills and issues that we're facing family-wise, individuals, as a community, right? And so what happens is a, one of the consequences and the repercussions of those social ills are spiritual diseases that they appear and then they increase with the people, right? And so today we're going to hit on some of those because, you know, it's, it's good to touch on the social issues sometimes, but we always have to bring it back to um, our inner self and cleaning up our heart and making sure that our soul is in conformity with the wahyain and the dictates of Allah and His Messenger. So, I want Sheikh, uh, if you can explain to us just the importance of this by having a muqaddimah on the importance of the heart. Now, Bismillah, alhamdulillah, salatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man walah. اللهم ربي شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي اللهم أمين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. I think today's podcast is going to be more of a teaching محاضرة more facts than opinion إن شاء الله. Although we will give you our our true and honest and humble opinions, but we're gonna we're gonna try to stick as much as we can to the كتاب السنة إن شاء الله تعالى. With some explanations. So, um, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, when He says, "يوم لا ينفع مال ولا بنون إلا من أتى الله بقلب سليم," that on the day of judgment, nothing will benefit you, not your wealth, nor children will benefit you. Only those who come to Allah with a pure and tranquil mm. heart. Subhanallah. سليم means a heart that is not ill. A heart. That does not have diseases so these diseases of the heart of course um, they've been around since the, the beginning of time when we look at the sons of Adam one of them had a disease of the heart mm. from the get-go from yeah, the beginning yeah. you know why he wanted to kill his brother and he said so these diseases they came with humans mm -hmm. And the one who accentuates these diseases, of course, is the evil soul and the master of delusion and deception, the shaitan. SubhanAllah. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in a hadith the Prophet sallallahu he says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not look at your figures, does not look at who you are, 
but he deals with you based on what's in your heart alright so the, you know when we look at this and we try to decipher um, how important the the heart is it's it's how Allah deals with us yeah okay and that's why as Muslims as long as we are conscientious we are to pray no matter what the state of our physical being is Subhanallah. so uh, you could be paralyzed from the neck down as long as there's consciousness in consciousness of course when we look at it um, we might talk a little bit about this uh, as far as the understanding of the you know al-qalb al-fu'ad the heart and you know the, the the heart the mechanism and then the heart the spiritual portion of it because they're kind of one and the same but that's they're not okay and then we can talk about the uh, al-aql mm. so and if you want to look at these and then there's the nafs so these four components kind of what make us a human being of course then there's the physical the physical portion of it so if we took a vehicle a car for instance every car has like a computer has a brain yeah okay then this car has a transmission and it has a motor right so the brain would be the aql. the brain is what gets the messages what sends the messages you know and, and correlates all the movements that we do and so forth but then these movements and the motivation for these movements comes from deep within they mm. come from the heart and or the soul okay and a lot of times the heart and the soul they fight for the position of what you're going to do you know and sometimes they they work together it yeah. all depends on your nifs what does it want and what is in the heart mm. and that's why a lot of us are you know um and we'll talk more about this inshallah ta'ala as we go that we are usually in three stages there are people who are mashallah they're pious and they're always on the right track yeah. And those al-muqarrabuna ila Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa hunaka al-mukhti'un aw al-mudhnibun and that's inshallah all of us you know hopefully we're not on the, in, in a worse position but then there's those who are qulubuhum sawda aw qulubuhum munkira aw qulubuhum alayha ghishawa and those are the munafiqun wal kuffar wal fujjar wa hakadha so the, you know when we come back to this is every component has a role but the heart subhanahu wa ta'ala is is what did they say? Al-qalb yataqallab. It comes from the word. It flips back and forth. Yataqallab. Mm, changes. The, the word, yes. Yeah. So it, it goes back and forth. And that's why the Prophet Sallallahu he said, Al-qalb bayna usbu'ayni min asabi' al-rahman yuqallibu wa kifayasha. That the heart is between two fingers of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala that he flips the, the heart back and forth as he pleases. So that's why the Prophet والسلام, he used to say, Ya muqallib al-qulub, thabbit qalbi he who makes the hearts tranquil and steadfast and or tranquil uh, please make my heart uh, steadfast on uh, iman or your deen meaning that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala please protect my heart from any deviation that might enter it in today's, a, in today's day and age when you sit and you talk to the youth they will look at you like they are worse they are stronger and or better than the sahaba when you are dealing with them Meaning they think that this fitna does not apply to them. Yes, yes. Okay? Uh, just because they go to the masjid or they go to the duksi or they read the Quran or they're not fornicating, they're not doing what their peers are doing. So automatically, oh, mashallah, yeah, I, everything's good with me. Okay? But you don't know the diseases that we all have. Yeah. And, the, you know, and, this, and this brings us back to living in the West, you know? Mm. And when I tell people, live, you know, like America or the West in general, 
is what we, the name I would like to use is called Jannatul Dajjal. This is the Jannah of Dajjal. In the hadith, the Prophet وسلم, he mentions the Dajjal and he says that the Dajjal, when he comes, he will have a doorway of hellfire and a doorway of Jannah. And he will ask people to obey him. Many will. For those who obey him, in front of the people, he will say, you are going to Jannah. And he takes those people and he throws them into that realm that is behind him or on his side of the Jannah, but they are actually going to hellfire. And then he will take those who disobey him, yeah. because all the true believers, they will know who the Dajjal is. The they will read on his forehead, Kafara. They, even those who don't read, they will know he is the Dajjal of the believers. And also, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, since we're talking about this, he told us, if the Dajjal comes upon you, do not seek him. That the strong from amongst you, the most Iman, or if you think you have a strong Iman, and you will try to go and confront the Dajjal, and then you'll find out that you have weak Iman, and you might follow him, and you might go to hellfire. So, when the, and, and for those who, and we see this a lot, somebody sees a fitna, Somebody sees a fitna or sees someone who's a philosopher, someone who's fighting the deen, and they think, oh yeah, I have the hujjah and Allah will help me. Allah is telling you, if you don't have the strength of the ulama, don't go and confront the people yep, who are yep, a yep. fitna because you might flip on your head yeah. and lose you your deen. You might be consumed by the fitna. Or you might become consumed by the fitna. And or the only thing that those who disbelieve would like to do is to throw doubt in your heart. At least, that's the yes. minimum. Subhanallah. And this is very, very dangerous. So coming back, that the heart has to be um, nice and pure. And for that, there has to be a humbleness. Mm. There has to be a steadfastness, a fastness towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we are always seeking refuge from uh, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from our evil souls, from our evil souls, from the fitna that surrounds us and from the shaitan. Shaitan al-insi wal-jinn actually. From the shaitan of the humans and the jinn. And um, I'll maybe have you ask another another question. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, like everything you mentioned, uh, if you think about it, and you know, the we live in a deceptive society, right? And the superpower of America has transcended or um, I would say penetrated every corner of the globe in terms of his influence so in places it may be stronger or weaker but everywhere pretty much yes. has known about America and look at it as a role model to follow and um, when you look at the Prophet <laughs> hadith about where he says like in the end of time or there will come a time say uh, um, uh, or he says Sayyakuna Zaman Sayati Zaman. Sayati Zaman. Yes, where he says, like, it will be like Sanawatun Qadda'at. It will be deceptive years. Deceptive years, right? Leading up to the deceiver to come. Right? And so you see that even the people are deceived in their own state. Like, hey, I'm actually, I know I don't pray. I know, but it's okay. It's like, right? And because if you have a good heart, and you have a good relationship with Allah, then yeah. it's all right. But who defines what a good exactly. heart is? And is so this is Hollywood, the things. Bollywood, yes, these Egypt are the wood. things that need to be explained, and these are the things that need to be elucidated. So the next question we're going to get into um, is: <clears throat> How does so talk to us about the relationship now between the heart, the nafs, 
and uh, so you have the the nafs that is already inclining towards evil, mm-hmm. right? And then nafs Then you have the qalb that can have different uh, stations. So I guess I'm going to ask this question in the terms of your uh, approval of it. Or so I have a sort of analogy. The heart is mm-hmm. like an apartment. Mm-hmm. It's a brand new apartment. Mm-hmm. That whatever you fill into it nah. is what's going to be a manifesting on the limbs or of the mm. person, sure. right? Yes. So if you put Tupac or whatever inside there, music, that's what you're going to be, nah. and most of the actions will be uh, representative of that that nah. you do or the nah. thoughts. Nah. If you put in it khair and, and Quran and those sort of things, then you're going to have good emanating from you. Mm. And so that's where the soul now. How does the nafs now relate to the heart mm. in that regard? Mm. Nah. So. So the, the nafs itself, and I'll, I'll mention the hadith that talks about this, uh, mm-hmm. that the heart, the heart is a vessel. That the nafs itself is like the air that we breathe, but it's inside our body. So it's in every iota of our body, of our being, our atoms. And this nafs itself is the nafs that, that keeps us alive, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take away when we are dying. And then there's a spiritual nafs as well. This is actually physical. We just don't see it. It's in wow. the metaphysical. Wow. That's because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He sends the malaika, bihanut, ama bihanutan min al-jannah, or bihanut min al-nar. So it is physical, but we can't see it. Right, right. Okay. So, but the nafs, the other nafs is what is al-hawa, mm. is the desire. Okay. It's just like the heart. The heart has a, a pump, it's a, there's a mechanism, yeah, yeah. and then there's a spiritual mm. heart. The nafs is the same thing. That's a good point. So if you look at those two, and a lot of times they kind of coincide, the, the hawa and, and, and the heart, they coincide. And, and I'll tell you how and why, inshallah. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, That the, the fitan, they are dispositioned, they are shown, they are presented, to the heart, to the heart of the person, the spiritual heart, okay? Just like the threads of a carpet, and the hasir and the carpet are not the same thing. The, the hasir is the, the, what they used to make the carpet out of um, little twigs, straws, straws yeah, and yeah, sticks yeah. and so forth. Yes. Um, little, what they yeah. made out of jadid or different, you know, countries make it a different things. Pong, but pong just to be close, it's just like the, the threads of a, um, of a carpet, okay? فَأَيُّ قَلْبٍ أُشْرِبَهَا نُكِتَتْ فِيهِ نُكْتَةٌ So if the fitan, the fitan, they come in. What's the fitan? When you're walking all over the place, you see nudity. That's fitan. When your friend comes and they tell you, let's go to the club, that's fitan. When you watch TV and you're seeing ashia muharrama, which 90% of it is, that's fitan. When you go to school and they teach you about men are not men and women are not women and craziness and whatever it is and uh, you know how you can become a crooked alphabet, that is fitan. Okay? So when you go out and you're driving all over the place and Jessica is working on becoming a bodybuilder and she wants to jump on the car as you lower your gaze, that's a fitna. That's fitan. Okay? And there's more of that in the West. More than you guys can imagine, Achi. You know, I was back home just two months ago and I was, and I was like in three, four different countries throughout. I was in North Africa, I was in, I was in Tunisia, I was in Egypt, I was in Qatar. I was all these different countries. I made like a little tour over a month. And subhanAllah, for that whole month I was there, I forgot about the alphabet. I forgot about the debate. 
I forgot about that. I don't even like to give them the 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 satisfaction of pronouncing the the alphabet. Yeah, yeah. I think it's you're giving them satisfaction when you pronounce it. You're you're validating. I do not validate. Wow. Okay. Don't even validate. It's the it's the crooked alphabet. So if you look at that. We did not have those debates, Zahi. We sat down for hours. We met people at coffee shops. We met people at hotels. I met tons of people. There wasn't even, you know, if somebody was kind of watching what's going on in the States or they're informed, like, what's this craziness? People chopping off this and they're doing men become. Is this true? People are like, is this true? I'm like, it's beyond true. This is almost becoming the norm now. If you don't chop off, you're, you're going to be chopped off. You know? Subhanallah. So, uh, for those of us who live in the West, there are so many more fitnas than there ever will be in Muslim mm. countries. And, and that's why I always tell people, and I've said this on many khutbas, probably many podcasts on and off. This is gonna be this is gonna be my message to you guys. If you can get out, get out. If you can plan to leave, leave. Whether it's Sweden, whether it's Germany, whether it's Denmark, all the Deutsche Lands. No matter what's going on in your Muslim country right now from war all the way down to dictatorship or all the way up, depends on what, you're, what headache you have. If you are able to live there and you have children or plan on having children, you should have and or plan your escape route from either this country or that country, whatever country that you can escape because أخي, the fitna is not, is not gonna stop because right now, شوف, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we read the Quran, we understand, but a lot of times we have a rishawa. Mm. We have a cover on our hearts. Okay? I, I, I'll tell you something. SubhanAllah. I've lived overseas. I'm going to tell you personal stories about myself, so maybe you guys can, can say, oh yeah, you're telling us to leave, but you're going to stay, right? Mm. No. You know, that's not the point. If you can leave, I said. If you can plan, I said. Okay? I might not be able to leave right now. But you'll hear about me leaving soon, <laughs> No, but seriously, Akhi, look at, if you realistically sit be between, you know, just kind of look at what's going on. For us just to come into this building, how many fitness did you all see? It's too much. It's too, too many. And there's nobody out there, Akhi. You know, if it was like 70 degrees, it would be crawling with nudity and, mm. and, 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 and afan. Okay. For those of you, we always have to come back. We, you know, I want to make this as a little introduction to, to why we're going to be talking about all these different things. And I think we mentioned this in, in the other podcast about the young man who came to the Prophet and he said, O Prophet of Allah, give me permission to commit zina. What, was, what nudity was he seeing? What fitna was he seeing? What fitna was brought to his heart that he wanted the Prophet ﷺ to give him a green pass, a green light to commit zina so he doesn't get punished? Now imagine our young men and women, whatever fitna we're seeing. Oh, you think it's just the girls, right? I got out of the car. Justin Trudeau over there, just running around nude. Literally in his little boxer shirts, shorts. It's even, I can't even look at him because half of his aura is naked. We're not in Canada, you guys. You know, and I'm, I'm meaning by Justin Trudeau is just another white boy, you know. Um, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And now if you're even sitting at home, you push on the button and it's there. Mm. It's on the television. 
Now this is everywhere. Somebody's going to say, "Oh, there's television back." Yes. Television, Netflix, everything that you want or you uh, that is here is there. The movies there, they get there before they get here. Yeah. The latest movies, but still, there is you know, the virtual world and the realistic world are really really bad here. Subhanallah. So if you you know, then the virtual world you can turn off. You can try to change other things you can control it somewhat it's there but you can control the other world that you live in you may not be able to ever control mm. as much as you think you can control yeah. it you can't it's just there it's it's the society we live in so come back to the prophet he said that the heart whenever this fitna comes to the heart first of all it's like a virus for those of you you know living in this day and age everybody wanted to take the COVID vaccine so when the virus came they were ready so they didn't die because mm. nobody wants to die right we're all gonna live forever exactly. um, so this is the same thing with your heart if your heart has not had the proper protection where does that come from it starts with your athkar with your salawat with lowering the gaze, with being conscientious, Adi'a, with not yeah. going with other people, of course, doing sadaqah, doing zakat, doing all of these, doing all of your hasanat that will protect you, doing your athkar, so forth. In everything that we do as hasanat, these are protections to the heart. So when the fitness come, there's some people that take the fitness and they suck them. Mm. Just like that white cloth that we talk about that you put a black dot, dot of ink on it. So the Prophet mentions exactly this. A drop of black ink. Even if you try to wash it out, it will always remain. It will always remain. We will always, we will, all of us, all of the things that we've seen, that we've participated in, that we've done, they will always have some kind of effect on our psyche and our hearts. We need to do a lot of purification yep, yep. to wash, to clean, to cleanse. Alhamdulillah, by the grace of Allah, it can be done. Yes. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. You know, and I think what's interesting about what you mentioned was that these are things where, I mean, just by... As one sincere toba, you can obliterate all those diseases mm. and those black dots and those black, you know, uh, ink on the heart. But it needs to be sincere. And you know, the, the psychologists try to touch on these points about the id and the ego and the super ego. But 1,400 years ago, the Prophet he's the spiritual physician here, no. who's telling us about all these aspects of the heart. And it's a lot more simpler and, yeah. than psychologists or yeah. psychiatrists try to portray. Well, of course, it's a part, it's part of that is out of money as well. In you philosophy, know, to try to, yeah. philosophy is everybody it's gives just, you their opinion right. <laughs> about something like you know something so obvious. This is black. Yeah. Well, this is in the different color of the <laughs> absence of <laughs> the, the light. Uh, of this the is sun empty <laughs> when you put it in light. You can't see it, and that's because there's no reflection here. That's what the color. Black, and that's oh, why you can't see and it doesn't reflect. It, it's, just, it's, just, it's just a dark it's just color. Black. It's very simple. It's very simple. So, and that's what, you know, alhamdulillah for Islam and the simplicity, you know, and for those sort of things. But also, it's important for us to make sure that our inner selves, because it's, it's kind of hard sometimes. If, if you don't watch that, you need to be vigilant of your heart no. and making sure that what you're bringing in and those, those seven gates of your body which you're letting it letting into your heart are not things that are corrupting it and things that are only making it better because the opposite is true. No. 
Um, so let's get into the, these 10 different uh, diseases uh, of the heart. And so let's go through one at a time and I'll have you present it in the way that you know best. Mm. <laughs> I think we would talk about the 10 main reasons mm. that we get a darkened heart okay. or a black heart. Okay. Like I just put down 10 yeah, so yeah. we're not talking forever type of thing. Um, I, I wrote kind of some of this stuff down so we don't deviate from the, the point itself. I want to finish the hadith of the Prophet. Okay. Um, so when he said that, that any heart that absorbs this fitna, and this is a very good hadith, and there's another hadith on it back up, and then we'll talk about the, the 10 points, inshallah. Ta'ala. So anytime this dark and this heart that receives, it opens itself to fitna because it's not protected. It's not protected spiritually, it's not protected mentally. Mentally means they are not aware. Mm. Either there's ignorance and or there's arrogance. Because if you're ignorant, you don't know and you're like, oh, this is okay. Why is this haram? You know, you hear people, yeah, yeah, why yeah. is this okay? Yeah. Why is this not okay? Oh, I don't think. Where does it say that? Not even that. Oh, I have true. people that say, Hasha li Rasulillah <laughs> yaqula The Prophet would never say this. MashaAllah, because you've read all the books of Sunnah and you know what Pretty you know Tarif is Sunnah and so forth. Or they say, Hasha Lillah and Yaqulahada. Allah would never say such a thing. This this is lying about Allah and His Messenger out of ignorance, but this is called arrogance. Yes. And a lot of times it comes from people that may not seem like they're arrogant. But that's why we don't have a pure heart. Because of this arrogance. And you could be somebody who's just passive aggressive. You could be some you're not you don't have to be the leader of leaders to have arrogance. A lot of people will show arrogance towards other people. Al kibr. Okay? But there's a lot of people that have kibr with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that they might not show others. They might be easygoing, passive with others, but they have a kibr with they Allah. don't want to accept Inna Islam, Allah. they don't want to accept Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is even worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they know this person could <laughs> harm them. XYZ could harm them. But they don't think Allah will harm them because they've been living under the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in His mercy, in yeah, His patience. Yeah, yeah, subhanAllah. Subhanallah. So the Prophet ﷺ, he said, um, mm -hmm. And on the other hand, if the heart is prepared, and the brain is and the mind and spirit are prepared Whiteness. to know what the evil is, then the heart is protected. When it comes, they push it away. Mm. Once they push it away, it actually cleanses the heart and makes it stronger. That there's going to be a white drop that goes into that heart to help purify it. And then he says, Until the heart turns either into two positions. Either he is, it's blackened from all of the fitness that they receive. That until it becomes like a flipped over cup, and what can you benefit from a flipped over cup? Nothing. You can't pour anything in it. So whatever you pour in it goes, just stays around, on the, yeah, around yeah, yeah. the outside and never penetrates. SubhanAllah. Shuf, look at the Prophet wow. the example he amazing. used. Amazing. That's amazing. So you know how today, is the glass half full? Is the glass half empty? <laughs> and then the Prophet he says, and then the other one will be um, a white heart. That this heart will be protected as long as, as long as the heavens and the earth Allah, meaning forever. As long as they are alive, they will protect it because they've learned, they've been in a situation to where, first of all, they met, they're mentally conscientious of fitna and that they've done the deeds to keep the heart protected. 
They built the wall and or the cavity that protects the heart from the fitna. You know, so it's every like a very kingdom. strong immune system. Naam, every, exactly. That's why I said when we said the vaccine is because you recognize the virus when it comes. Naam. That's that's the knowledge part of it. That's right, the right. that's the spiritual, not the spiritual realm, the metaphysical realm. Well, right. you can see and you feel and you know this is a fitna. You realize when the heart um, is protected. First of all, by knowledge, you have the knowledge of what is like we said. You know this virus. You recognize it. Then the heart has a barrier of protection. We're not talking about the the barrier that does not allow the mm. haq to penetrate. No, the barrier that is protection uh, protection for the heart. Just like every kingdom has a wall, a gate, or a, a or, gate or, and a wall yeah, that yeah, yeah. goes around a fort. Protects, yes. It's like a fort. Fortifying. So you create a fort for your heart. Okay? And like the ulama said, another plug, they said that the nawafil are the fort for your salawat. Mm. So for people who do their nawafil, the shaitan will not come and say, don't pray. Mustahil. Impossible. The shaitan will come and say, oh, don't pray the nafilah. Then you don't pray the nafilah this one and you don't pray the nafilah for months. And then, and then the shaitan will come and say, oh, you don't need to pray on time. Oh, you can combine. The shaitan has a long time going on. When you're sleeping, he's plotting. But the, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, الشيطان, Do not follow in the footsteps of the shaitan. You know, he'll take you step by step until he gets you to the kufr. Mm-hmm. So this heart that is protected, it will remain um, white, pure, clean. Yes. And it will gain the bounties and the barakah of the ta'a subhanallah that's when that's what we called that's what that, that's what uh, sheikh al-islam he said um the halawatul uh, iman you know when he was in prison and they put they put him in prison he said if the muluk if the rulers knew how much tranquility and sweetness we have in our heart they would fight for the, for, they would fight us for being in prison. They would yeah, fight yeah, for uh, for the position to be in our. Yeah. They would die to be in our position. Yeah, they would fight and us. he was in prison. And they were outside. Okay. He said, Rahimahullah. Okay. So in another hadith, the um, you know, and this is where, for instance, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to give you an example of this, you know, um, of loving the dunya and 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 um, having these fitan. Um, fall upon the heart and being absorbed by the heart. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says about Bani Israel, mm. They have their hearts entrenched. It is soaked by the ajl, the cow. Ushribu, this comes from the word sharab, yeah, drink. drink. Right, right. So it means that they absorb. It's, it's already, yep, yep. It's been it's absorbed, like it's been sponged, yeah, yeah. it's been saturated. SubhanAllah. By the love of the ajr. Yeah. Like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, he says in another ayah, um, and there are people who take other deities other than Allah for a Lord and their master. Subhanallah. Other deities, anything. Yeah. yeah. You see people, they are willing to kill over a statue. It's not just A big fat yeah, yeah. statue. Yeah, yeah. Some people worship cows, some people worship animals, some people worship nails, celebrities, all singers. sorts of things that we worship. A lot of times we Athletes. don't even know we worship yeah, yeah, them. When you worship your favorite soccer team, 
Yeah, when you put Chelsea on your heart with a big cross. A'udhu Billah. A'udhu Billah. SubhanAllah. And you tell people, you know, for instance, why do you have the rainbow colors? Oh, everything. Yes, yes. Everything has a reason. Mm. The person who made that shirt and spent money on it is hoping to sell it. They have a risala. Yep. They have a message. And you're their advertisement board. And they sent it out there hoping either you do it lovingly or you do it ignorantly. Meaning you purchase it either knowing and you promote it or you're ignorant and you don't know. And we want to wake you up. You say, oh, everything is you take everything. Yes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that they are plotting day and night when you are sleeping and watching and doing all these different things and laying on the couch and drinking your coffee and your tea they are plotting and when we come to tell you fear Allah this is not good this is a salih Wallahi I had people argue with me oh this is a cross it's a plus sign the cross is wrong I said did you ever see the red cross mm. the red cross is a plus sign <laughs> if you look at all of their yeah, yeah, akhi yeah. subhanallah that's why it's called the the Red Cross. It's called the Red Cross. <laughs> so they'll take the, the their favorite team, the British team. Even this the 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 flag of Britain is is many yeah, crosses. Yeah, cross, yeah. They just change the colors so you don't see them. Yep, yep, yep. But they are all crosses, Echi. Subhanallah. All of them. All the Scan the Scandinavian countries. And, uh, they all have crosses, this Echi. Is, this is even a symptom of a diseased heart. Of is course, that, that you fight in this. Yeah, you can't even detect that. This oh, you don't see it. And <laughs> how about crown. those who wear like the king hat with the big cross and the crown, but it has a cross above it? Subhanallah. Even those who say they play chess, we're not going to say if it's halal or haram. You have the little cross on top of the king's head. Mm. And people don't, let's say you're going to play, you have fitna. Okay, khalas. That's, why don't you break the cross off? Yeah, yeah. This, why? See, the thing is, is when you fight it, You've already been indoctrinated, you don't you, know. You accept it, yeah. If you don't go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ask for Him to purify your heart, this is the problem. The Prophet, the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa Am I getting excited? I think I had an energy drink coming here. Okay, mashallah. That's good. As long as I'm, I'm, I'm not speaking in different languages, I'm doing okay, you know? But subhanallah, the, the Prophet used to say, Ya muqallib al-qulub, thabbit qalbi ala deenik. Oh, you who is, or he said, Yaman biyadihi, alayhi salatu wassalam, Oh, you who, who controls my heart, flip my heart in, in, in that which pleases you. Ya muqallib al-qulub, thabbit qalbi ala deenik. There's another hadith, subhanallah, that talks about this. So the Prophet ﷺ, who his heart has been washed out, you know that you know yes. the okay. So that's why we said there's the physical heart, the and then there's the spiritual heart. They are in one location, but they have two different um, functions yeah. or functions. So when when you say that the Prophet ﷺ has been purified, his heart's been washed out physically, has been washed out spiritually. Mm. And he's asking, like we said, the Prophet ﷺ, he used to make istighfar 70 times, 200 times. Yes, yes. And us who sin all the time, we don't make istighfar, but once a, a week or if we make istighfar. Or we say astaghfirullah when somebody gets us mad. Astaghfirullah. <laughs> we don't even say it in the right, proper way that we're making istighfar to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And these are all indications and or symptoms of having an ill heart. Our hearts are so ill, and I'm speaking of myself before any of you, wallahi, from living in the West. 
everything has become natural you know today I hear people they're coming and they're excited men with beards men oh Allah I'm so happy that my uh, I was telling my kid what do you think of that girl trying to see if he likes a girl like a girl I'm excited that he likes girls he doesn't like boys I'm saying look at look at Shufu Dana'a where living in the West has gotten us to a position that is so low it's so so low spiritually that we are so scared but yet nobody wants to plan to leave everybody wants to just stay and dig in some more dig in dig in dig in dig in and I, and I said I was telling you guys a story about myself you know, I lived in a lot of other countries I, I was in Minnesota for a while and then I moved to Texas and I thought you know what there's a good strong community there Alhamdulillah I mean there's you see Muslims everywhere we wear our thobes we wear hijabs niqabs everything Alhamdulillah but and I was planning on getting a farm there and we were just gonna live there أخي. Wallahi this was two years ago I just changed my mind six months ago أخي. Mm. with all the stuff that just came up all of a sudden it just hit us everybody it's was distracted much. with COVID as soon as COVID was done now we're talking about rainbow and alphabet crooked alphabets that's all you hear أخي. and this is a big problem subhanAllah yeah. so we're really planning like we're telling all of you to leave I don't care what that is you guys but plan because at the end of the day everybody's nice fine with you they're okay with wearing your thobe because they can't do anything it's not because they are okay with it you wearing a thobe me wearing a thobe outside represents purity purity and unpurity do never can't mesh they can't they don't work together okay so so if you look at so if you look at what is um, so if you look at what's going on um, today in the west okay qawm lut allah talks about in the quran they did this many years ago they said akhriju ala lutin min qaryatikum innahum unasun yatatahharun subhanallah they're pure people kick out the people of lut meaning who is the followers of lut which there was nobody but him and his two it's daughters just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so the whole town flipped against them because why now they became a majority once this becomes the norm this becomes the majority أخي, you're going to start seeing the persecution happen yeah, yeah. it has to happen there's going to be ultimatum there's going to be either them. you take this off either you compromise either you go pray in your own corner at home all this message you know when we said Allah, we have adhan in minneapolis that's an illusion أخي. Mm. that's an illusion you know why they give you the adhan so you can accept alphabet they don't give you the adhan for no reason these these politicians are extremely extremely good connivers they don't do anything for the sake of allah it's all for their votes it's all for other reasons that they do this okay so coming back to um so we're not just going to keep on dwelling on this, uh, you know, about the, the, the issue of the heart. The thing is, is if, you know, when you're in um, ignorance and or in bliss, you don't know. You don't know that you don't know. And like in, in America, we say, we, you don't know what you don't know. So this is, a, this is a big issue. But the biggest problem is when you know the heart is diseased, is when you talk to somebody and you say, وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُ إِتَّقِ اللَّهِ and if you tell somebody to fear Allah, 
they are taken by arrogance of the evil deed that they're doing meaning they become prideful mm. and they want to subhanallah um, they want to fight you and or resist you Even instead more, of saying yeah. yeah instead of saying wallahi uh, forgive me for this I, wallahi thank you for reminding me I know this is bad I know this is wrong uh, and then what do you feel wallahi you want to make dua for that person you want to take them out to dinner to lunch you want to talk to them more you want to you want to you, you feel like you were harsh to them yeah but the one akhi who was just you know they were pushing back and they were just kind of being arrogant towards yeah, you rebellious and rebellious yeah of course they're rebellious towards allah so why wouldn't they be rebe rebellious towards you okay um allah mentions all of these sorts of people and these all come back from the heart being ill and or diseased okay so um there's another hadith that i'm trying to maybe trying to remember before we move forward mashallah here i think i found it um the prophet he said, or Umar radiallahu anhu, he said, just to explain more about the heart and, and, and some of its um, dynamics. He said, he saw a man, he was praying, but he was um, scratching. You know, we see a lot of people dancing. I yeah, use the yeah. word dancing in the salat. They, they're doing their feet, they're scratching, they're doing this. They just can't stand still for 30 seconds, you know? Oh, we should always wear these because the uh, kufi stays on better. <laughs> just for the viewers to... Um, so he said, If this guy's heart was tranquil, the rest of his limbs will, be, will have tranquility. Okay? Okay. Uh, the Prophet ﷺ, he said, A person So the Prophet ﷺ, he said that the Iman, our Iman, does not become on the straight and narrow path until our tongues are on the straight and narrow path. And this comes back to, if somebody says, fear Allah, you don't respond with your tongue in a manner that Abu Lahab would have responded. So every time you, you, wherever the camera is, <laughs> respond in the, in the manner that Abu Lahab did, understand that your heart is very close to Abu Lahab. This, this is a close-up. This is the one? Yeah. So... Take, take a piece of the, the, the podcast. This is one of the little takeaways you can take with this. If your heart, if you sound like a kuffar, the response is like the kuffar do, your heart has a lot of kufr in it. Mm. I'm not saying anyone's a kafir. Listen, I'm they have a lot of ithim. They have a lot of evil. They have a lot of kufr. They have a lot of pride. And pride will lead you to kufr. Yeah. So be very, very careful. Come and tell me, hey, Muhammad Susi, you did this, this. I should tell you, even if I, it hurts me, because it might hurt me, okay, it will hurt my pride, I should say, Allah maj'ana min al-muttaqeen. When somebody says, attaqillah, say, Allah maj'ana min al-muttaqeen. It's going to hurt. It's gonna, you need to stomp on your heart and you need to say, yes, I recognize, I know that I have some evil in my heart. I have some fitness in my heart. And I thank this person for reminding me as much as it hurts. Mm. As much as it hurts. Okay? So, um, in another hadith, the Prophet Sallallahu that the heart is the king of all of the limbs. If the if the king is tranquil and pure, the rest of the the, the rest of the limbs will be pure and tranquility and have tranquility and peacefulness. Meaning that if the heart is obedient, the rest of your limbs would become obedient. 
and your eyes are a part of your limbs, your ears are part of your limbs, you'll start to hear music and it's like somebody scratching your ear. When you see haram, you'll say astaghfirullah and you'll lower your gaze and so forth and so on, okay? Um, when somebody, you said you have, uh, for you young youngsters, you know, a lot of these people don't realize it, okay? Um, somebody came to me and they said, I, I wanna go work at Starbucks. What's the first thing you think about when you're thinking Starbucks? Coffee. Well, they sell khanzir. Half of the staff there is alphabet, uh, crooked alphabet. That's true. That's just, that's who they hired. This is, yeah. a, this is a norm, okay? The people that come there, there's a lot of nudity, a lot of fitna. So you're gonna go there thinking, now what are you gonna going to respond right now? You listening to me. Well, where are we gonna go? Everywhere we go, there's fitna. Yeah, leave. That's what I'm telling you. You have to realize how bad it is here. If you want to be obedient towards Allah, because Allah's not gonna ask you, oh, why didn't you do this? Or why did, um, why did you deal with this fitna? Or why did you not deal with this fitna? He's gonna ask you, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is gonna ask you the result, the end result. You know, uh, I'm getting things mixed up a little bit. Uh, they're gonna say, Alam wa sa'atan fiha. The malaika will ask, because people can say, Kunna mustadafina fil ard. We had nothing, we couldn't do anything, yeah, we, we couldn't weak. leave. Yeah, yeah. Okay? And then what they say, Oh, we were belittled in this earth, or we had no, no way, no means of leaving. And then they will respond, Wasn't the earth of Allah vast that you Wasi'a. can make hijrah in it? Wasi'a, it's vast, it's, it's, it's immense, it's open. And especially all of you listen to me, especially in the West, you all have some form of passport that can get you anywhere in the world. Ardullahi mm. wasi'ah. There's people who Ardullahi binisbati lahum That they're limited with their passport where they can go or where they can move or they can leave to. Okay? So just kind of realize this nice life that we live here in the West comes with a price. It comes with a price of your heart becoming blackened. Mm. And I'm the first one to admit this. My heart here is not the same when it's back home. It's just not. It's just not. You just see so much of it now. Right now, if any of us walked outside and saw a couple kissing or, or hugging or doing whatever, we just mind our business, keep on walking. In a Muslim country, you wouldn't. In a Muslim country, you would either slap the kid or say, go get a room, or you would say something. And today in America, you can't say anything. You have to have a lot of confidence and be just kind of in your face to tell somebody hey go get a room you can't do this here but they'll they might come back and swear at you and yell at you and it's none of your business or call the police on you or start a protest whatever the case may be you know so there's a lot of things that we give into living in the west that we may not give into in muslim country yeah it, the economic situation is not best and allah didn't send you to have best economic things allah did not create us to enjoy life if you enjoy it and you can be a good muslim alhamdulillah but if you can't, the most important thing is your deen. Allah's gonna ask us about our deen. What did we do with our deen? What did we do for our deen? What did we do for the sake of our deen? That's what Allah is going to ask us. On the day that there is no, um, your, your wealth and your children will not be any benefit to you. Nothing, they won't benefit you. Only those who come to Allah with a pure heart that is tranquil, that is steadfast, that is pure, that does not have illnesses, so forth and so on. Now we're going to get into, inshallah ta'ala, some of the, the reasons why the hearts are ill, the hearts become dark or diseased, right? 
no. and then to the different uh, the grades and the variations of illness okay. of the heart. Mashallah. Okay. So I put down like 10 reasons. Uh, this, these are some of the main reasons you could find a hundred if you really want to go into detail, right, but right. these are kind of more the groups. Major. The number one is ignorance. So what I was just talking about for the past 20 minutes, I'm going to bring in a little bit more in detail so you okay. can understand why I was talking about that. That was more of like a, a summary. So the number one reason, al-jahl, ignorance. You don't know what you don't know. Mm. You don't know why and what is a fitna. Okay. You don't know why this is halal or this is haram. Right. Okay, like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَعْلَمْ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَاسْتَغْفِرْ لِذَنْبِكَ Know that there's no deity other than Allah and make istighfar for your dhanb. Why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here say, and make istighfar for your dhanb? He said, know, أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ Know that there's no other deity where they worship other than Allah. And then he could have said, وَأَقِيمُ الصَّلَةِ Because right after iman, بِاللَّهِ You start to pray. Right, right. Okay? Or he could have talked about the pillars of Iman, the pillars of Salat. But he said, وَاسْتَغْفِرْ لِذَنْبِكَ SubhanAllah. The reason Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَاسْتَغْفِرْ لِذَنْبِكَ As here he said, know who your Lord is. You have to know who Allah is, meaning you have to know what is the halal and what is the haram. It's not enough just to say, La ilaha illallah to you. Of course, if, a lot of people, they say, La ilaha illallah. Even kuffar, but they don't believe in Muhammad They don't, or a lot of Muslims, they say, we only take the Quran. Yeah. So this ignorance, they will not know what to make istighfar from. So after you learn what you need to make istighfar from, then you make istighfar. Know that there's no other deity other than Allah. Because when we worship Allah, we come to Allah with taqseer. We come to Allah with deficiencies. So we, and shortcomings, and so we make istighfar from that. That's why after we're done with the salat, we say, astaghfirullah, 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 three times. Okay, al-jahl. The number one reason for any rebellion is ignorance. Okay? Two, al-fitan. Al-fitan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَعْلَمُوا إِنَّمَا أَمْوَالُكُمْ وَأَوْلَادُكُمْ fitna. That know that your children and your wealth are a fitna. وَاللَّهُ عِنْدَهُ أَجْرٌ عَظِيمٌ And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says here as well, وَاللَّهُ عِنْدَهُ أَجْرٌ عَظِيمٌ That Allah has a great reward. Why? If you can withstand the fitna of money and your children and withstand and hold on for the sake of Allah, yeah. Allah is going to reward you immensely. SubhanAllah. Okay, so the ends of the ayat have a lot of meaning. Okay, number three. الشَّهَوَاتُ الْمَعَاصِي وَيُرِيدُ الَّذِينَ يَتَّبِعُونَ الشَّهَوَاتِ أَن تَمِيلُوا مَيْلًا عَظِيمًا And those who follow their desires and or desires in general, they want you to sway in a good, in a big way, in a major way. Meaning what they want you to sway towards them. Because the believers and mu'mans in general, they are so far away from the kufr. There's such a vast and big space between those who believe and those who are kufar. So the kufar, they want you to make a huge swing. You know when they say swing towards the left? That's what Allah is talking about here. Swinging towards the left. They say, swing the pendulum on the total opposite side. That's what the kuffar wants you to do. They want you to go from iman to kuffar. Mm. From hayat to adam al-hayat. From tahara 
to a sakha or fujur. Okay? So you go from purity to malice, you go from purity to, to evil, you go from uh, good to evil, you go from uh, generosity to stinginess, you go and tamila mailan adima, 180 degrees, you go from one, and one extreme to the other. That's what they want. This is what we see today. You go from male to female, from oh. female to male. You just list like that, Akhi. Just because you decide to be a cat today, خلاص, I'm a cat. And then everybody has to acknowledge you're a cat. Now, if you change your mind, the next day you want to become a dog. So we're, we're uh, shuf. in the West right now, our children, instead of learning math and science and biology, and they, in, instead of wanting to become scientists and people that can save this planet, everybody wants to be a YouTube sensation or they want to change their gender. That's what's going on with our youth today. And I dare you, you listen to me right now. If you don't know your multiplication table, don't argue with me. If you know your multiplication table, 12 times 12, the toppest, then maybe you can start talking or asking questions. If you don't, go, go memorize that. And I know you're going to have a hard time memorizing, let alone all the things we're talking about right now. It's too okay. much. So, I, I, yeah, in 12th grade, and, and not in 12th grade, in 5th grade, in mm. primary school. I told you guys this story, yeah. did I? <laughs> no, no, you didn't. I didn't? You didn't. Wallahi, Tell us. I remember where I was sitting in the window in front of my room, Uqsim Billah, in front of our little house. We were in our grandfather's house. And my grandfather, he had his three sons. Each one had a house. They were all in the same hush. Okay? So we had like the middle of the house that was open and everybody combined. The kitchen was, was, uh, it, it, was just, it was, it was just uh, life back, uh, back in uh, North Africa 40 years ago, 35 years ago. And I remember, wallahi, I was memorizing my multiplication table. I was 10 years old. Mm. And our teacher, whoever did not memorize that multiplication table that I still remember until today, okay, that was 30, over 30 years ago. I'm not going to give you my true age, but I'm over 45. <laughs> so 35 years ago at least. Um, wallahi, akhi, if you didn't memorize it, he had a table up front. One of those tables that if you've seen them, they're like desks and they have like where you put your books inside. He would put your feet, you turn your feet in so you can get them in and you turn them, they're stuck. You oh, can't wow. pull them out. And you're sitting in the chair, Akhi, and with the stick. Wow. Wow. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he's a terrorist. He's dead. So you can't <laughs> pursue him. Can't pursue him. Sorry about that. And I'm a victim. So if you want to give me some compensation. Trauma, right? It was trauma. I never got hit, but I was traumatized as a white boy in North Africa. So... <laughs> you got it. You got it. Wallahi, akhi, those who used to spank us, I love them the most. I respect mm. them and I remember their names. Yeah. The ones who never spanked or never yelled or never cared, I, don't, I remember their faces. I forgot their names. Not just me, many people. Allah, we ask Allah to forgive them. I mean, it builds we ask Allah character. to elevate, elevate their status. 50 years ago, they used to spank here. Mm. And look at the generation of the baby boomers who created this country, what they did. And look at their children, what they did. Yeah. And look at their grandchildren, what they did. Just in three generations, they went from being men after World War II to becoming confused cats and dogs uh, just 50 years later. That's because they went from, you know, being tough and rigid um, and right now in the military you can be anything okay. I guess a building Ash, uh, uh, number four ashubuhat. Mm -hmm. so we said number three maasi, is to have desires and evil deeds that's number three and we explained how um, those who follow desires and whims and evil they want you to sway to the other side of the pendulum so number four ashubuhat. Shubuhat is the things that are unclear, mm. uncertain. 
the gray areas. Yeah. They want to play in the murky water. That's mm. how they keep everybody confused. Okay? فَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ زَيْغٌ فَيَتَّبِعُونَ مَا تَشَابَهَ مِنْهِ إيش لماذا؟ ابتغاء الفتنة وابتغاء تأويله So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says فَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ زَيْغٌ Those who have deviance in their hearts Diseases Deviance Subhanallah Deviance It's crooked They don't like the straight Anything that's straight They don't like it Morality what is straight now? Straight is morality. If you have morality in the West, you are deviant now. Oh my God. You're looked at as someone. More, they, that's why they're creating a one type of human being, almost like a robot human being. They're not male, they're non binary. Right now, they're discussing how they can put um, on the birth certificate, you don't choose male or female until you become an adult. Wow. This is legislation that's going to be pushed. So you can't tell you, say your child is male or female. And that probably Minnesota is always like the third or fourth in line after California. So if it hits there, know that within a few months it will hit here. So your child decides at 18 if he's male or female or if she's male or female. Or they're non-binary or they're a cat or a dog or whatever it is that they want to become. Because by the time they're 18, meaning in 20 years after this happens, I'm sure they'll have a, a box that says just write what the heck you are. <laughs> Okay, uh, you're a cat. Okay, do you do you like to be called meow or whatever it is? Okay, Allah So those who have deviance in their hearts, they look at the 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 ayat that might be interpreted in different ways. And they're, they're not clear. In favor of their, of they're their not. Yes, they take desires. it in favor of their desires. They don't take the clear ayat. That they have an, a room for interpretation, yes, or yes. they have similarities. They're unclear. They're not unclear. They're un, they're unclear for they're those clear, who have no knowledge. Ah, yes, yes. Okay. It's clear to those who have knowledge. Okay, it's clear to unclear, meaning that it has similarities. You could say, "Oh, this means this or that," yeah. for those who have no knowledge. So they follow those. Why ibtiqa al fitna is to create fitna, is to keep people people confused. Well, Okay, number four, al ghafla is to be in bliss, mm. heedlessness. The, uh, the Egyptians, they have a good saying. They say, My, my stomach and my, uh, my, uh, my chicken or al-hamama is, uh, is a pigeon. And they, they, it, it, uh, it means food. Their chicken, their food. <laughs> and alhamdulillah that I'm okay. Mm -hmm. The world after that can destruct. Yeah. It can collapse. It can fall <laughs> apart. My kids can become cats, dogs, whatever it is. As long as my, I, my stomach is full and I, I'm, my head is clear of any issues and I'm enjoying life, alhamdulillah. everything else can go to heck. <laughs> okay? I'm using the word heck and not in hell. All right. Al-ghafla. أَرَأَيْتَ مَنِ اتَّخَذَ إِلَاهَهُ هَوَاهِ Have you seen thy who has taken themselves, their, their, their nifs, their hawa, their desires for a Lord? Are you, ya Muhammad Sallam, going to be a preacher over them? Are you going to be a good nasah, I mean, are you going to give advice, a good advisor to these people? Are you going to be able to control these people. Yeah. All of this kilmet wakila has all of these meanings. Like the father is a wakil or the mother over the child or somebody who's a good friend, uh, somebody who's responsible, a ruler, so forth and so on. 
So look at the Prophet ﷺ. He said, once uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling the Prophet ﷺ, once they start having their lords as desires, meaning they do whatever feels good to them. And in a hadith, the Prophet ﷺ, in a lengthy hadith, he says that the, the, the heart becomes blackened and becomes dark and has enveloped with rust mm. to the point that they do not promote virtue and do not forbid evil only that which have has been enveloped in their desires Subhanallah. so someone today they might agree with you about alphabet community that is bad because it works with their whims and desires yeah. not because of Allah yeah. not because because they grew up that this is bad or it's or an evil thing interest. whatever even kuffar just like the kuffar yeah, yeah. the kuffar they don't like it for whatever reason yeah. it's exactly like that it's not because it's the right thing to do yes. in, in, in the face of Allah. Why? Because when you believe it's the right thing to do in, in, um, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then you take different steps to protect yourself from it and to make others aware. Mm. You start creating awareness, start becoming important to you. That's the problem. You find good people, their daughters don't pray, their wives don't pray, their sons don't pray. Oh, Allah yahdihum. Hadihi ghafla. Wow. This is a ghafla. This is a negligence. You know, when you're negligent, you're not aware of what's going on. You're nonchalant. Nonchalant in French. That you're careless. You're not here. Like in everything. You're not here with us. You're not with us. You're not in the same world. You're in a different world. These are all ghafla. Okay? So, number six. Al-hawa. Wa'amma min khafa maqama rabbihi. So, whomsoever fears and loves the status of Allah, because the believer lives is like two birds. He has the fearness, he's fearing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he could punish him, and that he has hopefulness and he has. Um, aspiration that Allah will forgive him. Yes. Okay. So when he says here, he fears the status of Allah, meaning he puts the status of Allah so elevated that he respects it, loves it, and at the same time he fears it. Mm -hmm. Just like a strong father, he's revered. Is the word revered? Yes. Revered. He's revered by his children. They are scared of him when they do evil. But yet they love him. Yeah. Allah is the highest examples. This is what this means. Yeah. Okay? Whomsoever does this, because of this love and fear of Allah, that they, they tell the evil soul, I'm going to refrain from yeah. doing yeah. evil. They restrain it. Yes, that they will have the Jannah as their, they will be dwellers of Jannah. Al to say at number seven is to have evil companionship. That the Prophet Sallallahu said, مثل الجليس الصالح وجليس السوء كحامل المسك ونافخ الكير. That sitting with a, or being with a good friend, having good companionship, is either like, is like a good companionship or evil companionship, is like either, the good companionship is like having a good, someone who smells good. Okay? that they smell like a good perfume, like a good cologne. So if you are near them, 
you are going to benefit from either you smell good smell or the smell will rub off on you, whether yeah. they shake it onto you or they say, here's, you know how people say, here's yeah, yeah, yeah. the riha? Yes, yes. This is the example of having a good friendship. Somebody who is going to lead you to do good. Or Somebody who's going to remind you. Uh, they or they give you as a gift. gift. But those who sell cigarettes or tobacco, nefkhulkir is almost like those who sell tobacco and or smoke it. The evil person is just like that. There, you're only either you're going to smell a horrible smell from them or you might burn your clothes meaning when you befriend people who are not good who are not pure who smell bad and I'm not talking about the fizzle smell that they are bad they could have a lot of cologne smell good look good clean but they're evildoers no, no. they don't promote virtue forbid evil when you're with them you're not going to do good deeds when you're with them you know that friend that you're with that you end up doing at best you're doing nonsense mm. at best at best but that nonsense could lead you to evil yes. could lead you to jail could lead you to smoking could lead you to drugs could lead you to marijuana could lead you at the you know even your parents not being happy with you if you're a good muslim why would you want your parents not be happy with you? Because you're following somebody who doesn't care. Maybe he doesn't have a parent in his life. Maybe his parents you know, don't care either. Okay? So be careful that the disease of the heart, they come from being around the wrong people yeah, and being in the wrong environment. environment. Like the Arabs say, As-sahibu sahib, that the friend will lure you. If it's in good, they will lure it to good. If it's bad, they will lure it to bad. Okay? Aklul haram. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Ya ayyuhal rusulu kulu min tayyibati Min al-tayyibati wa amalu saliha That Allah He even told the prophets Ya ayyuhal rusul Kulu min al-tayyibati wa amalu saliha Eat that which is pure And do good deeds He said this to the prophets So imagine us So when people have a blackened heart Or an evil heart Or a non-acceptant heart Go and see The first thing you want to see are they eating haram? Is their livelihood from haram? That's a good point. This is the number one thing. If you're going to befriend somebody, deal with them in business. You're going to marry girl, boy or girl or male or female, sister. See if that brother, his father, if he was, you know, like Abu Bakr said, uh, that was that which grew up from evil, from haram, that the hellfire is, is a priority for it, to burn it. Subhanallah. So if somebody was raised in a family and their father was doing haram, they have years and years and years of eating that which is haram that will influence their good mm. spirit, their amal al-khayr, their pure heart, and their closeness to Allah. Why? Because if somebody was eating halal all of their lives and then those people teach their children to eat halal, they're going to be that much more ahead than those who find out later on that they're in haram, they make tawbah. We're not saying people can't make tawbah. We're saying always seek that which is the utmost. Please don't just settle for the mediocre, the minimum. And like we said, if your spouse or, 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 or husband, spouse, woman or female, um, if you're not 70% there, incompatible don't move forward don't say my spouse will change because of me don't say sister if he comes with me and to my family and my 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 dad's a sheikh that he's gonna start praying he's gonna start doing halal he might but why do you take this risk don't go, don't take the risk don't take the risk you don't have to don't have to take the risk yeah. same thing with the brother 
Or don't say she'll wear hijab afterwards. Don't say she'll become Muslim, a good Muslimah afterwards. Don't say that my Christian wife, yeah, she's this close. She's just close to becoming Muslim. You're this close to becoming Kafir and you don't know it. Wallahi, akhi. That's a good point. Akhi, what are your sons doing? Your children will be breastfed from a kafira. Breastfed from a kafira. The halib that's coming out of her is full of pork and khanzir oh. and, and, and nastiness. That's what you're saying. That's what you're doing, brothers. I'm sorry. Damn. Pepperoni pizza. You marry a kafira, your dominoes, pepperoni, and, and whatever it is. Yes. You know, Sheikh, just before you move on, oh, one, I think, I think um, it's, it's, it may be even as simple as just being careless with your, what you eat and your source of income. <clears throat> you know, because sometimes people, they look for how to get one up and then they take like um, advice from a financial oh, and then they, sound, they, and they want to be like, shrewd. I'm right, right, shrewd. I'm right, smart. Right. And so they say, well, if I take a little bit, a little bit here and I put this there. But then there's people who are just careless. Like they, they're absolute in ghafla. They don't even and know. That's why we talked about so this is why They're not living with us. Right. And so the people, they just go buy anything. Yes. They say, cook this, cook this. Yes. I don't care. Just yeah. make it. You yeah. know, and as long as it's good for me. And that type of carelessness nah. is exactly what uh, is being mentioned there. About and you have people on the other spectrum. They don't pray. And their whole hum in the dunya is zabiha. <laughs> and the zabiha has to be done by a Muslim and they have to see the certificate. Do <laughs> we have the extreme that those who don't care and those who over care, but they're not supposed to, those are not the ones who care. It's <laughs> we are living in a, in a state of confusion. Muslims today it's are living like, in hey, state. my girlfriend so, wants to know this is, if this is halal or not. So. Yeah, did you, I've had somebody ask me that too. My girlfriend wants to know, uh, she's going to cook me a meal. And she, want, she wanted to know this halal or not. What are you talking about? So Allah subhanahu the Prophet says, we're going to conclude in like five, six minutes, whatever it is we have on there, inshallah ta'ala. When we get down to two minutes, just let me know so I can conclude, inshallah. So, Eden Haram is number eight. If we don't finish all of them, it's not the end of the world. It's, uh, we want to get the idea across. Akal Haram is very important because it's, it's easily done in this country and around the world today. Yep, yep, yep. Wallahi, ikhwani, I was talking to a brother and he said, Sheikh Muhammad, if I was going to eat haram, I would be a multi, multi-millionaire today. So easy. Dividends here, riba here, flip this, buy this apartment building. All you need is good credit and a little money. And you're a fast talker, real dealer. Akhi, you can make millions in this country. Mm. You can make millions. It's so easy. It's so easy to rip people off. So easy to cheat people. It's so easy to eat haram in this country. So easy, akhi. It's so easy. But halal is very hard. But then the reward, inshallah, you'll it's, see it in your greater. children, you'll see it in your wives. Your you'll see it in your, accept it. Of course. Those things like this, the Rajul Ash'ath Akbar. You know, the Prophet he talks about the man who the comes and he's from traveling. Usually the traveler, his dua is accepted. accepted. And the Prophet he says, he'll come, there'll be the traveler, he'll come, he'll lift, lift his arms up, he'll say, Ya Rabb, Ya Rabb. Oh Allah, meaning he will ask Allah, mm. thinking he's going to get a response. The Prophet says, That his food and drink is from haram. What he wears is from haram. What he eats and drinks is from haram. How is this person going to be answered his prayers? How is Allah going to ever answer this person? Meaning, that means it's almost impossible for his, answer, his prayers to be answered, his dua to be answered. The Prophet meaning it's foolish to ask. And this is for those people who say things like, 
Oh, my but heart he is has, pure. But what if he has a good he heart has a good and he heart. has a good relationship yeah. and he feels and who's good? Defined, who defined <laughs> good heart? <laughs> Not them. <laughs> and so this is Wahyayn. This is the information. The Quran. Allah. Yeah, the Kardashians, they determine who has a clean heart. And in the Hollywood and Bollywood, they determine who has a nice heart. Oh, he's just, he's a nice person. He's a nice person. Look at how much money he gives away on YouTube. So what a nice guy. All these people that say this... Uh, Shut the, comment off, uh, shut, shut the comments off on YouTube and not get paid for it and the advertisements and see how much more uh, content they will create mm. if they're doing it for the sake of Allah. Yeah, yeah especially the hijabi sister. MashaAllah. MashaAllah, sister. We're, not supposed, we're supposed to lower our gaze. Of course. Of course. And the kuffar that are watching you and they're, and they're desiring you, what do, we do, what do we tell them? Oh, that's on them? Oh. Right? Yeah. It's like if you help the thief, you become a thief. <laughs> if you help people do haram, you're doing haram. When the, the, the lady was going to the masjid and she had atran, she had perfume on, Abu Huraira, he said, Ila aynat, aynat Where are you going? Where are you going, um, yeah, Allah. Servant, of Allah. servant of Allah? Servant of Allah or Amatullah. Or she maybe. said to the masjid, he said, I heard the Prophet said, Any woman that leaves the house and she has perfume on, she is a zaniya. She's mm. like a fornicator. You, when you put on makeup because we can't smell you but we can see you, you're like a zaniya. And looking at you is more dangerous for the heart of men, young men, and young sisters than perfume ever will be. Because the sister that's looking at herself in the mirror and she sees you all dulled up, she doesn't know what you look like before you put the makeup on. Mm. A lot of them put on so much makeup that they go from a four to a seven and everybody thinks they're a seven or an eight and they're not. They're only a four. They have fake lashes. They have... It, everything's fake, Akhi. And, and you're going to tell me you're the only one who's not and still you need to cover your face, okay? If you're going to do... Anyway, I'm not going to get into that. Let's, let's go back. Number nine, and I mentioned, I mentioned this for a reason. Mm. And then a Prophet said, and everything Allah subhanahu wa says, believe in women, believe in men. He says in the same ayah, or he says, Ya ladina amanu. In these verses, Allah has two separate verses. He says, Tell them, believe in men. In another verse, separate, he says, Tell them, believe in women. To do what? To lower their gaze and to protect their private parts. Lower their gaze. How do they lower the gaze when you're all day on YouTube and you're telling 10,000s of people, subscribe and comment below? How many people have said you're cute and you're good looking? That's going to take them and you to hellfire. Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fear Allah. It's very dangerous, Akhi. So, Atlaq al-Basar is one of the reasons that the heart becomes blackened. Al-Inshighal al-Mufrat bid-dunya is to have exceeding love, hunger for the dunya. And, and I'm going to uh, conclude with this and maybe we can conclude, have like a conclusion, inshallah ta'ala. That the we should talk about something you know down the road is what are some of the things we can do to help purify this? Maybe we'll do it in a different podcast, inshallah. inshallah, inshallah. Ta'ala. But the uh, what I want to uh, maybe conclude with is, um, for instance, we see a lot of the um, the young men they have this hunger, this hunger for the dunya. They have this hunger and vigor. There's nothing wrong with that. It's, we want We are providers. We want to be strong. We said we need to be providers. We need to be qawwam. We need. But shuf, Allah subhanahu wa taala He told the Sahaba do not forget your portion of the dunya meaning don't go into 
um, isolation, like the, the kuffar have done. No, um, don't, don't become a priest and don't just sit all day in the, in the, uh, in the masjid or whatever. And, and just leave it and say, Allah will give me rizq. No. Go out and seek your rizq. But yet, don't do the opposite. Right now, we're telling people, Please don't forget your deen. It should be the opposite. That's a sad. Please, that's what we're telling you right now. Please do the minimum to save yourself from hellfire. And we'll talk about maybe al-ilaj in a different podcast. What are some of the things we can do to save? Because I think we're done with that. Subhanakallah, alhamdulik. Ashadu la ilaha illa ant. Astaghfirullah. Jazakumullah khairan. And then we even talked even about a little bit of the... Um, solutions and some of the aspects but the ilaj and the cure and the prescription we need to have like we dedicate a whole sit down yes. for that yes right and just so that alone no no because these are want to be examples exactly, of how to exactly. avoid this and this situation now, in this day and age yes, in this yes. country and, and so this was very informative and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept from us and to assist us in these sort of um, you know endeavors until next time sallallahu alayhi wa sallam